Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Well, make it so, number one. What? These aren't the droids we're looking for. In an insane world, it was the sanest choice. Silencio Bruno. That's my axe. Hey, fellas. Either one of you know where the Smithsonian is? I'm here to pick up a fossil. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Geeks out on Joy 94.9. You're going to need a bigger boat. This is the Ridiculously Gay Clayton talking to Miranda Sparks, who I'll let identify for herself. I won't speak for her. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely Ridiculously Gay cool. as well. I didn't want to, you know. I'm pretty sure you can spot my gayness from the moon. Yeah, same. Mostly my hair. <laughs> Sometimes the mascara. Um, all right. The 355. Miranda Sparks, once again, please take it away. I, I really don't know how to talk about this film um, overall. In our segment of Best of... 2022 that we're mostly looking forward to. I mentioned this film mm. j- just for the cast alone. Jessica Chastain, Lupita Nyong'o, who I, I will just I would follow her to the ends of the earth. Diane Kruger, Penelope Cruz, Bing Bing Fan, Sebastian Stan. Based on that cast alone, I think I made the statement that this wouldn't even have to be a very good film for it to be an amazing film for me. <laughs> Guess even, what? <laughs> Even with director Simon Kinberg of X-Men Dark Phoenix. Did you not friend. have warning signs there? Uh, I, I, to be fair, no. I didn't look it up first. Oh, that's a good plan, actually. So so that was... Uh, oh, we, we have a trailer. We do. Let's have a listen to that. Remember that story that they told us about in training? About George Washington's first female spy during the revolution. They called her Agent 355 because they didn't want the world to know her real name. But her legacy lives on. We're the top agents from around the world. American, British, German, Colombian, Chinese. But now we have a common enemy. They can start World War III from simple reach of their keyboard. So we need to join forces. It's like half the CIA's most wanted. Always such a tough guy. I'm not an agent, I'm a therapist. They thought I would give you my secrets. Do you have secrets? We put ourselves in danger so that others are not. I'll handle the guns. Are you in therapy? I should be. You're the best in the world at what you do. You have cameras in your jewelry, comms in your earrings. You bump, I grab. The target is on the move. You're not going in there alone. We go together. I have a family. I cannot do this anymore. The bad guys are out there right now. You go home. You bring them with you. Are you under control? Are you? No. Black car. I've got four more agents out on the street. I counted six, but thanks for the tip. (laughs) 
the new team. We're the 355. Ooh, that sounds amazing. (laughs) It it sounds good on the surface. (laughs) Miranda, take it away. Now, in case you hadn't quite picked it up, I pulled this uh, this blurb off the IMDb page. When a top secret weapon falls into mercenary hands, a wild card CIA agent joins forces with three international agents on a lethal mission to retrieve it while staying a step ahead of a mysterious woman who's tracking their every move. This film is completely by the numbers at every step completely predictable i was even reciting dialogue as it happened and to be fair i i knew this was exactly the way it was going to be walking into it i didn't expect a cinematic revolution in any way shape or form and in that sense i wasn't disappointed that's good disappointment is a bad thing (laughs) Um, like I said, it's something I went, you know, purely because it was a, it was a lady spy film. Honestly, I, I think there should just be more mundane lady led action films as well, because we have a whole library, a slew of mundane male action led films, even though I would like, you know, something that absolutely blows me out of the water. Uh, We're waiting for that. Yeah, we had um, Gunpowder Milkshake last year, which did have so much charm to it. Even if you know a lot of folks panned it, at least you know it, you know it had some elements that you know really tried to make itself its own. But this one really, really, you know, it was was very cookie cutter. I, that's you know really disappointing because you would hope for more. Yeah, and and sadly the the novelty of a female driven action movie removed from the male gaze that's not novelty enough to ultimately carry this film, which I think is what disappointed me the most. Well, look, as a male gay, um I <laughs> I am always look forward to really strong female characters because I'm so over like straight white male characters are just it's so annoying so to see like a series with really strong female character movie sorry um it's just so exciting um but when it doesn't work out and, and it's you know it's just you want to cry a little i do think that this is a production where you could gender flip the characters and you would need to change very very little about it so i wouldn't do too well on the beckner Test. The Bechtel test. Bechtel test. No. Thank you. I was close. <laughs> but yeah. Mm. Now, one thing that did have me excited about this was the the casts. They're wearing some really rocking outfits, and you know, I, I'm someone who loves a woman in a dapper suit. Absolutely. Um, Lupita Nyong'o, especially, you know, she shows up wearing ties, vests, all of that cool stuff. I would really, really be into it, but somehow. She's rocking the, this awesome, these awesome suits, and this film still doesn't lend itself to lesbian subtext in any way, shape, or form. So she looks like a heterosexual person in a suit. She she doesn't 
look like a heterosexual person, like, you know, whatever that looks like, mm-hmm. but she carries herself as one. There's right. no flirting banter between any of the cast members in this one, even Jessica Chastain and Diane Kruger, who have a bit of an antagonistic rivalry going on in their, their team up. You, you would expect there to be some, you know, mild flirting or, or sexual tension there that we even see, you know, with a lot of, you know, het male characters in action movies. You know, you could you could read, oh, that could be interpreted as sexual tension. Mm. But no matter how hard I looked, I couldn't see any of that here. Now, three of the five central characters had male love interests, but there was no bisexual undertones there. And the other two women uh, were completely sexless. Like they, they just had no apparent desire whatsoever. So maybe if you're ace, it'd be great for that. Because sometimes, yeah, sexuality in film does bog it down. And I know that there are, you know, some folks who, you know, would say sexuality is unnecessary. I'm, I'm personally in this for the lesbian vibe, so that that's where i was i was let down maybe if you're ace you will like it more Mm -hmm. um i also need to comment on the film's feminism um or what passes as feminism there's there's the idea that um women kicking ass and you know punching bad guys and whatever is is you know women empowerment or what have you um when often, you know, that's just very, that's pandering. And that does, you know, cater to the male gaze more often than not. It does. Yes. Uh, you know, whereas I would say feminism in film is women helping women, um, women being well-rounded, imperfect people. And there is a bit of that here. It's, it's nice to see the characters, you know, get in a fight and get a bit bloody and get a bit rough because that's part of the job. And they're really just getting into the scrum and getting dirty. Um, that That's what you want from an action film. Mm. But I did feel that there was this undertone of women can be just as badass as men. But given that this is a an espionage action film... That means that, you know, women can be just as underhanded, deceitful, and morally ambiguous and disloyal as men, as is often, you know, the themes of a spy story. So I'm not sure how well that particularly carried. I've just been doing a little bit of a research here, um, and it turns out that the, was, the movie was written by um, the director Simon... Um, Simon Kinberg. Yes, but and co-written by Teresa Rebeck, who um, writing credits include Catwoman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Clayton, you're making me cry. I know. I was just like, I'm just, you know, I was curious whether a woman had, was involved in writing this, and I thought I'd look it up, and then I went, oh, God, it's a woman who wrote Catwoman. So. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah. Oh. I, I still think this film could have stood up if it had any memorable action scenes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But alas, there were none to be found. And everything we've seen here is something that we have seen before. It's completely by the numbers. I, as harsh as it is to say, 
a bot could have written this screenplay. Possibly these two are. Who knows? I, I think, you know, just a bunch of spy films were fed into a machine and they, they churned it out and they gender swapped the characters. And this is what you got. I just uh, looking at the poster the highest accolade they could find for this it's from the studio that brought you Jason Bourne there's like nothing about anybody else in the world. <laughs> it's just the studio that brought you Jason Bourne don't worry about the director or the writers don't, just ignore those uh, I mean, it's, it's a shame because you know you have these really fantastic actors especially for me um, Jessica Chastain I, I don't think I've seen her in anything I've hated her in um, Lupita Nyong'o She's been in Star Wars. She's been in um, Black Panther. She gets around. She was in Little Monsters, in which she was the most love that ch- charming kindergarten teacher in the world. And I absolutely fell in love with her. And that I'll even sometimes go back and listen to her play that Sesame Street song on the ukulele. From I don't want to live film. on the moon. I don't want to live on the moon. That was absolutely beautiful. I love her and everything. Sebastian Stan, most of the things he's in have been pretty amazing. And, you know, we love him as the Winter Soldier. Um, and also his, um, the, the, um, the skating people who stabbed people. Um, he's, his character in that movie is amazing. So He's also going to be playing um, Tommy Lee in the upcoming Pam and Tommy um, series. Who's playing Pam? Which... Uh, I'm not sure. Actually, should double check that. I probably should not just randomly ask such questions. Uh, (laughs) We'll check that out. Yeah. Um, Ultimately, though, the three five five is a great cast in need of better storytelling and lackluster returns. Unfortunately, I think will give studios the wrong message that female action films don't appeal, which they most definitely do. We just need some quality. We're, we're, don't give us the dregs and then expect us to love it. No, quali- we're not even getting quantity, so we need quality. Definitely, definitely. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.